Hour News. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good afternoon. This is the Midday News for today, Friday, August 12, 2022. I am your presenter for this involvement in the headlines. UWP leader Lennox Linton questioned the priorities of the DLP government whereby duties are removed on imports of pleasure boats for the wealthy people and not on basic items for the ordinary Dominicans. Trinidad government taking steps to acquire and take possession of lands as angry Tobago residents on Thursday condemned the eviction of at least two families to facilitate extension of the TT $1.2 billion airport expansion. As it happens, when it happens. And the former president Donald Trump claims he wants the FBI warrant to be released to the public after his Florida home was searched for documents allegedly containing information on nuclear weapons, etc. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Courts Dominica Limited. Details and more on these stories coming up next. Q, top of the hour. What's cool? What's free gifts? Add up to 50% off all the items you will need for back to school. Purchase a 14-inch laptop for only $859. Or get a 15-inch HP laptop with a free HP printer. That's great. But wait, there is always room for a sale with more free gifts. And up to 50% off furniture, appliance, and electronics. Save $700 on a refrigerator. Or get a free iron with the purchase of a washing machine. Get prices as low as $2,699 on lounge. And get this. Discounts up to $1,600 or a free multifunction steam mop with select living room sets. Shop now with no cash and get instant credit for 3 to 48 months in store or online at shopquartz.com. The savings, sales, discounts, and offers are all great all month long. Only at Quartz. Quartz, bring it for you. Venture into the ozone at Quartz Optical. Get your free eye exam plus free children's frames with any lens purchase. Adults get 25% off frames and lenses. When you shop today with no cash, three to 24 month credit terms available. So book your appointment online today at QuartzOptical.com. Get in on the deals and save now. Only at Quartz Optical. Value you can see. Promotion runs till August 31st, 2020. Special conditions apply. Opposition leader Lennox Linton wants to know what the priorities of the governments are, whereby duties are removed on imports of pleasure or leisure boats for the wealthy, as opposed to the removal of duties on basic needs for ordinary Dominicans who really need some relief from soaring inflation and the high cost of living brought about by high electricity rates and the high cost of fuel at the gasoline pumps. Linton laments that it is especially questionable at a time when the cost of living and import duties for the common man has continuously increased, leaving many to wonder why reduction in the cost of the basic needs and priorities of the average man or woman are not a priority. This year, Mr. Speaker, to further stimulate yachting activities, we are taking this initial measure one step further. We effect from September 1, 2022, we will remove all duties, taxes, levies and charges on all pleasure crafts and engines of pleasure crafts imported into Dominica. Qualifying pleasure craft owners 
must present evidence of ownership and insurance. No maritime inspection and no cruising permit would be required. And again, I want to recognize people like Gage and Kimo Astapan and, and Daniel Perryman and Ian Edwards for their advice in this matter. Pleasure craft, complete duty-free importation into Dominica. Now, the reason I'm thinking about this is there are things that we have to do and we need they're not for pleasure, they're necessities, like a vehicle to the ordinary man, woman, even to move around. They need to get to work, they need to take their children to school, they need to do the basic things that uh, define living Dominica. And the large majority of those people buying a motor vehicle pay close to 100% in duties and taxes on that vehicle. A lot of them struggle to afford it because times are hard. There is no relief for those thousands of suffering, struggling people. But there is a complete removal, a complete removal of all duties and taxes on the importation of pleasure craft. And that was leader of the opposition, Lennox Linton. The United Workers' Party looked closely at the two documents which were presented in the House of Assembly, the budget and the auditor's report for the year June 2020 and 2021. Speaking at the Workers' Voice program last evening, a PR of the United Workers' Party, Glenroy Sosokoffi, said that the auditor's report is crucial in letting Dominicans know what has been happening in the country and how compliant the various organizations and corporations are in establishing financial reports. I did some analysis with respect to the, um, the, the audit reports because to me, I, I, I'm, I, I take note of what is presented in the budget, mm. but what is more appealing and, and more directing to look at and more interesting to look at is what the performance and the performance would have been noticed in the audit report. And so that report is even more crucial respect to letting Dominicans understand what has been taking place there and how, how compliant the various organizations and um, statutory corporations are with respect to reporting the finances of the operation. And so I not only what you have disclosed, but something really interesting about, the, you know, two main things I have to talk about tonight with respect to the um, audit report is the abattoir. Coffey added that the reason he has an interest in the abattoir, as presented in the auditor's report, is because in the budget and auditor's report over the past years, he has seen the abattoir comments being recycled over and over again. Why I'm more taking interest in that yeah. is because when I look at the, the past audit reports and the past budgets, I have seen a sort of recycling of the abattoir comments yeah. in about five budget addresses. Yeah. And so it seems that that was a focus for the government at the time. So if that was a focus for you with respect to bring it up to be efficient in terms of how it's operation, then to me that would have been integral with respect to how you respond and how the operation respond to, to, to the whole idea of um, transparency and accountability. And that's what, in synopsis, I think, um, what was actually said with respect to just about two or three years with respect to the budget um, address. In, in just about 2017, 2018, the, the comments by the Prime Minister with respect to the budget, he said that the national abattoir address, the strategy to strengthen the policy, strategic planning, and management capability to support sustainable agricultural development. 
and that he was a public relations officer of the United Workers' Party, Glenroy Soso Coffee. President of the National Cooperative Credit Union Limited, Yuan Gems, on Thursday morning at the scholarship ceremony at the PSU building, named a few individuals who were called the credit union's pioneers and were named after scholarships for their contribution in the past and the contribution they continue to place towards the credit union's movement. Scholarships are awarded in the name of credit union pioneers who have given and continue to give exceptional service to the credit union movement as follows. In 2011, the Vernice Bellony and Ambrose Coffee Need Scholarships. In 2012, the Mary Wilkins Need Scholarship. In 2013, two Hudson Sabre Need Scholarship. In 2016, the Johnson Joseph Josh Thomas and the Kenneth Richards Need Scholarship. In 2017, the Heinz Baptist Need Scholarship. In 2019, Sean Jolly Merritt and Myrtle Hilton Scholarship. In 2020, Derek Leshred Need Scholarship. And now in 2022, the Dexter Dukery Merritt and Rodney Willis, Willis, Rodney Lewis Need Scholarship, sorry. Our annual scholarship, our annual secondary school scholarship are awarded for a period of five years. James went on to list some of the scholarships among the 19 which were presented to students. The 19 scholarships being awarded today are three NCCU merit scholarships, one for the top student at the grade six national assessment, one Shan Jolly merit scholarship for the top student from the Maru catchment area, and one Dexter Dukery Merit Scholarship for the top student from the Ruzu area. Two Hudson Sabre Need Scholarship and one Kenneth Richards Need Scholarship awarded to children of our members residing in Ruzu and environs. Five Edward Elwin Need Scholarships awarded to children of our members residing in one of the following catchment areas, Mount Prospect, and that was a president of the National Cooperative Credit Union, Mr. Ewan James. The National Youth Council of Dominica extends a happy International Youth Day to all youth living inside and outside of Dominica. This day is celebrated every year to raise awareness of any issues that may be facing the world's youth and to celebrate their achievements. This year's theme is celebrated around intergenerational solidarity, creating a world for all ages. It is critical to leverage the full potential of all generations, and solidarity across generations is key for sustainable development. President of the National Youth Council of Dominica, Ashma McDougall, reminds of the importance of forging relationships with older generations to ensure education is mutually disseminated and commented on the international theme noting, and I quote, solidarity across generations poses opportunities to learn from each other. It is quite critical to leverage the full potential of all generations. And it's therefore necessary to ensure that the relationships between older and younger generations are fostered so that information 
is mutually disseminated across both generations. The solidarity across generations, it poses the opportunity for us as young people to learn from our grandparents and our great-grandparents and for them too to learn from us the new technologies, the media that is surfacing for communication and as well to understand our differences in culture and traditions. The NYCD is extremely excited to announce the reopening of our 2022 National Youth Awards as a proud achievement and a proud celebration of youth for International Youth Day. The National Youth Council celebrates this momentous day with the proud announcement of the reopening of the 2022 National Youth Awards. The awards celebrate the contributions outstanding young people are making towards achieving national objectives and goals towards economic and youth development and, importantly, our SDGs. This is aimed at recognizing, engaging and empowering not just youth nationally but regionally in the hope of better achieving youth advocacy towards addressing complex regional challenges affecting young people. The award celebrates the contributions of outstanding young people not only living inside of Dominica, but Dominicans living outside of Dominica as well, who are making contributions towards our national objectives and goals that are somewhat rising economic and youth development and importantly, our SDGs. This year, the NYCD will continue the grand celebration of youth through the auspicious occasion of the Caribbean Youth Day. And this kicks off the inaugural Caribbean Youth Month scheduled from September 30th to October 31st, 2022. We see the Caribbean Youth Day as an activity that is geared towards increasing and better achieving youth advocacy towards addressing some of the complex regional challenges that young people are facing. And so many of our efforts to celebrate young people this year will be culminated through Caribbean Youth Month, a month we believe that is more dear to us as Caribbean people. And so to every youth in Dominica and outside of Dominica, happy International Youth Day. And that was President of the National Youth Council, Ashma McDougall. Our health is our greatest wealth, and by choosing to opt out of taking one's medication, is more often than not a bad choice with dangerous consequences. This from consultant pharmacist at Fresh Market, Errol Thomas, speaking on the importance of medication compliance earlier this morning with Q95. In medicine, patient compliance describes the commonly. It refers to the medication or drug compliance, but it can also apply to other situations such as medical device use, self-care, self-directed exercises, and therapy sessions. Out of 100 patients, 50, 50 patients don't take the medicine as prescribed. That's a high quantity. That's a high thing. So that's why you have a lot of complications. For, for instance, for patients who are prescribed chronic medicines like for diabetes, hypertension, hypertension, after six months, the majority take less medication than prescribed or stop the medication altogether. In other words, what is saying there that what, what has been found out that for patients who have been prescribed chronic care medicines, after six months uh, of treatment, um, the majority take less 
that prescribe or stop the medication altogether. They change it to, they have their own prescription they, or their neighbor's prescription. They take Bush and so forth. Only 51% of, of patients taking medications for high blood pressure continue taking their medication during their long-term treatment. In other words, uh, when medication is prescribed for persons with high blood pressure, only 51% take it, take it properly for, during, for a longer period of time. So it just shows the need to improve medication compliance. And that was consultant pharmacist at Fresh Market, Errol Thomas. NJAM PRO Loftus Duran asserts that years of the same electoral cycle and things that stature demand development over time, noting that neighboring islands in the region have upgraded their electoral processes. He claims that the Dominican people have voiced their dissatisfaction with the electoral processes, and this time the electoral systems ought to be reformed and modernized. And so after 43, 44 years of anything, of one process, one country, using one same process over and over. The Dominican people, by and large, have been clamoring for a number of years now that the election processes in Dominica, over the years, have become tainted. There are a number of things that go on in our elections that should not be to understand where we are, why we are saying our election process in Dominica should be by now, after 44, well, 43 years, up to speed with some of our sister islands in the region. He continued by emphasizing that the neighboring islands in the region have upgraded their electoral procedures and are not seeing the kind of chaos and disputes after their elections that Dominica is experiencing. Antigua have what it takes in terms of its processes being freer and fairer than Dominica. St. Lucia, St. Kitts and Nevis just had the election this week gone on the 5th. These people, when their elections are called, you don't hear at the end of the process the, the back and forth, the up and down, the legal hurdles that we always have in Dominica. And I mean to say, if somebody cannot understand why the Dominican people have been clamoring for years just to make the system freer and fairer, we have to question their motive in that department. And that was the National Joint Action Movement, PRO Loftus Duran. In other news, the Trinidad and Tobago government says it is taking all necessary steps to acquire and take possessions of the lands as angry Tobago residents on Thursday condemned the eviction of at least two families to facilitate the extension of the TT $1.2 billion ANR Robertson Airport Expansion Project. Finance Minister Colm Inbert in a statement said the airport the lands and questions are urgently required for the construction of the new airport terminal in Tobago and that the state has been in discussions with the occupants of these lands for the last three years and that these protracted discussions have delayed the commitment 
of the construction of the terminal building and a delay is now costing millions of dollars. The government said it has secured a loan of TT $300 million to pay residents for the properties which were to be acquired for the project to be constructed by the China Railway Construction Limited with the National Infrastructure Development Company Limited NIDCO as a project manager. On Thursday, residents clashed with police and several other workers from the construction company while evictions were being carried out. Eviction notices were sent to residents in early May after several hours of intense confrontation. The families were allowed to stay in their homes temporarily until the matter was fully ventilated in the courts. A statement issued by the Office of the Chief Secretary of Tobago House of Assembly noted that the residents and their attorney had obtained an emergency court hearing at which they planned to file an injunction against the eviction. In his statement, Imbert said he had taken note of a press release issued by the House of Assembly, giving the impression that the instructions have been given by the House to, to the Commission of State Lands to cease and desist from acquisition proceedings from lands required from the construction of the new terminal building and that the Commission of State Lands has complied with these allegedly instructions. The Minister of Finance says the Tobago House of Assembly has no such power to instruct the Commissioner of State Lands. And according to a new report from the Washington Post, the FBI search at former president's residence was related to nuclear weapons, among other items. Although it is not yet cleared anything that was actually recovered, the clock is ticking for the Trump team to challenge the motion to unseal the search warrant, which would make the details it contains out to the public. The deadline to challenge the motion is today, August 12, 2022, at 3 p.m. It looks like former president Donald Trump won these details to come to light this morning former president this morning former president donald trump reacting to the recent search of his mar-a-lago home with what appears to be a willingness to open up saying on his social media page the raid was not only un-american but unwarranted and unnecessary and he won't only not oppose the release of the documents but is encouraging the immediate release and members of his legal team told cbs news they're weighing whether to release the search warrant and inventory that was seized before a judge rules on the matter. This comes after yesterday, Attorney General Merrick Garland said he personally approved the decision to seek the search warrant. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Sources tell CBS News a small part of the search was to locate classified documents that if in the wrong hands would be cause for deep concern. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. Mr. Trump maintained his innocence Wednesday while invoking his Fifth Amendment right more than 440 times during a six-hour deposition regarding a civil investigation concerning his business dealings. He claims his attorneys had been cooperating with the government and would have handed over the documents if they had them. A grand jury subpoena was issued in the spring after probable cause was signed off by a judge and on Monday a search warrant was executed. Since then there have been threats aimed at lawmakers, judges, and others involved in the investigation. As soon as the news broke about the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, there was a tidal wave of anger and animus that came from radical supporters of President Trump.
And that's the midday news and here's a recap of the headlines. UWP leader Lennox Linton questions the priorities of the DLP government whereby duties are removed on imports of pleasure boats for wealthy people and not on basic items for ordinary Dominicans. Right on, Q. Dominican gov Tobago government taking steps to acquire and take possession of lands as angry Tobago residents on Thursday condemned the eviction of at least two families to facilitate extension of the TT $1.2 billion airport expansion. When it happens. And former President Donald Trump claims he wants the FBI warrant to be released to the public after his Florida home was searched for documents allegedly containing information on nuclear weapons, etc. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Courts Dominica Limited. I've been your presenter, Ferdinand Valmond. As it happens, 24-7.